celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Your entire dream team is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Villani with your grooming questions. Animal communicator Joey Turner and Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Lori Roberts has news about the recall in just a few minutes and a high-end pet resort. $1,000 a night to send your pet to a pet resort <laughs> near Vancouver. All the details on the way there. And of course, Judy is getting her dog ready to be Kool-Aid died at the suggestion of oh, she, Joey. Yes. She's going to do it, huh? I'm going to do, do it, Joey. I'm going to do it. Wow. I turn Ladybug into a Ladybug. Yes, awesome. I know. I'll put pictures up on the website. She'll look like a true Ladybug. Now, how long can we expect that dye to last? Well, it all depends on if you if you if you wash her again, um, you know, in a couple of days. I mean, if you if you if you don't wash her, it'll last it'll last quite some time. It could last you know four to six weeks and if you wash it really out. It'll, it'll come. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. You can you know dip her in your drink with some ice and um, you know <laughs> have 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 a nice refreshing afternoon. Well, she gets bathed every week, so it'll come off soon. Hal. Okay. Hi, Jody. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Very good. You're on with Joy Turner, animal communicator extraordinaire. Hi, Joy. How are you? I'm great. What can I do for you? Well, um, I've been having a little bit of an issue. I have two cats, brother and sister. They're both 10 years old, and um, both have very, very different personalities. Um, Over the years, we've had little accidents on our bed, which we always keep a shower curtain liner on. Um, It's always urine. And typically, it's been that it's been when we travel. And um, we would come home from a, you know, short trip or whatever, and there would always be um, at least just one, it appeared, one incident of, of urine on the bed. And um, I'm, I'm assuming it's my, it's my girl cat. She's very sensitive, and I think I just kind of feel like it's her. But um, it's just um, the last couple of days, it, there has been urine on the bed two days in a row. And I spoke with the vet, um, Dr. Debbie, and she suggested a couple of things. Um, I picked up one of those pheromone diffusers. I put it in the bedroom. They're always upstairs and mostly in the bedroom. Um, but that, obviously, the next day there was urine on the bed after I got the diffuser. So my question, I guess, is, is it her? <laughs> and my other question is, if it is, is there a problem? Is there maybe more of a medical issue? Um, Dr. Deb thinks maybe there might be, but I just thought maybe you might be able to shed a little light on the situation. Tell me the name of the girl. Oh, her name is Roxy. Roxy? Yes. And what's the name of the boy? He's Harley. Okay, well, Harley wants you to know, he so jumps into my head and says, it is not me. (laughs) That sounds good. So, he's definitely making sure you know it isn't him. And Roxy says it is her, but she's not feeling well. Oh, really? Yes. So, you might want to take her and have a urine test done. Okay. Does she give you any idea of of why or how? Um... what she's telling me is she needs to pee more often, and it's almost like she just has to pee not all the time, but very frequently. So that typically, from the way animals have spoken to me and what I've heard feedback from vets, that could easily be a urinary tract infection. Okay. So I would get her to my vet and have her checked out. Get it checked out. You know, that happened to us with, uh-oh, the studio cat. She uh, started peeing in weird places, and she had a urinary infection. Is that correct? Yes, she did. And we got it fixed, and she stopped. She stopped doing that. So it might be a sign that she's giving you there. Give that a try. Let us know, and hopefully we'll get it figured out for you, Jody. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. 
I see, Judy, you rebooked the ant guy. Very excited about this. Yes, I had to get him back. Uh, I know we, we didn't have enough time last time. We but, ran out of time. Yeah, but he's got some And he's called the Indiana things. Jones of an- anthropology or something, isn't he? Yeah. yeah Indiana Jones of etymology. Yeah, get, and, and the of James Entomology. Goodall, uh, entomology. Entomology. Ah. Entomology. <laughs> entomology. Something like Ants. that. When, does he get to wear the hat? I, I don't know. He might be wearing the hat when we talk to him today. Oh, we love a guy Everywhere in Everywhere he uniform. goes, he hears that song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says that uh, ants actually have distinct personalities. And, really? Uh, yes. So, really? Really? So, we'll talk to him in just a few minutes. Mark Moffat joining us. Dr. Bugs or the Jane Goodall of ants. He has a lot of these little monikers. Also, you got to when you, when you work with ants. Yeah. Makes it, it makes it a little bit more colorful. <laughs> yeah. His book is doing really well, by the way. So, you may mock yeah, him. Yeah, it's may fascinating. Mock, mock, but he's... Uh, it's, they it's set a up a whole seller. traffic system, you know. They, they're better on their roads than humans are. They really are. We could learn something from yeah. them. Okay, more about that coming up. Let's hit the phones. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. This is Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Imagine putting your dog up, $1,000 a night, private limo to pick him up, drop him off, luxury suite with 24-hour care, daily dog park adventures and private walks, a luxury spa treatment. This is for your dog, including a doggy massage and catered meals and a picnic in the park. This is all part of a brand new jet pet resort near the Vancouver International Airport. And I'm sure they're getting some, uh, like, celebrities. Celebrities would probably dump $1,000 for their animals to go through I don't that know one. who else has that kind of money. Pretty amazing. I don't know. My, my dogs are going to want to sign up, and they'll be like, come on, let's go to Canada. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And they'll never get them out. That's the problem. Get them. <laughs> Paris Hilton is also in the news. She has uh, added 20 rabbits to her brood of pets, and she says that her uh, her staff will take care of them. I hope they're Hopefully all they're spayed and neutered. That's, That's all I can say. Yeah, can you imagine what 20 rabbits could turn into? She's probably going to be dressing them up like she does that dog. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> Ant Guy is uh, going to be on the show today. Mark Moffat, he was uh, bumped, was it, a few weeks back? Yeah, The Jane time. Goodall of Ants. We didn't have time for him, but uh, we definitely have time for him today. And he's very intriguing. He's going to talk about how ants uh, actually have distinctive personalities and how really, if you're a male ant... There's no use for you. Males, yeah. Yeah, the useless males are in the ant. They really are in most species, aren't they? <laughs> I'd find one that they aren't. Let me know. You know, I am standing right here. Oh, yeah. Too bad. Too bad. Yeah. We, we outnumber you. Hell. <laughs> Here's a guy who's doing some good work. Harley Ryden, lawyer, biker, Jan, Jan. Jan Trendowski. He's a lawyer, and he's... Uh, He's joining an organization called Bikers Against Animal Cruelty. You know what I want to find out? Is he trying to turn around the bad reputation of bikers or lawyers? (laughs) (laughs) He's on the show today in just a few minutes. Also, uh, there has been another additional recall of a Hearts product. We're going to give you all the information of the natural real beef treats for dogs that have been recalled all on the way in just a few minutes, as well as information about a $1,000 a night Pet resort for your dog. Ooh, as soon as you say resort, you know it's going to be expensive. Would you ever leave your pet at a pet resort there, Vlad, for $1,000 a night? Oh, uh, I guess I would live myself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're supplying some females company or some vodka. Almost. Sure. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, Richard. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Very good. Where are you today? Uh, we're in California. 
in Marina Valley. How can we help you today? I got Dr. Debbie right here. Hi. We have a we have a three year old York Yorkie, and I, for the life of me, I can't find any food but people food that she likes to eat. I've tried everything. And, and has this been a eating pattern since you've had her, or is it more recently? No, it's been an eating pattern since I've had her. Okay. So, as a do you have her as a puppy? Even yes, we we got her as a puppy. She wouldn't eat. By, at the beginning, we were just feeding her basic, just a little bit of dog food. She wouldn't eat it. So, because she was so young, we just started feeding her chicken and and just people food, but not a lot. But basically, just protein. You know, not not other scraps other than chicken or a little bit of meat. You know, not uh, bad food. Just. Mm-hmm protein food. Okay. I guess let me ask you this here, because um, do you have a problem with the current feeding situation? Yes, because I'm, you know, I know that it's probably not healthy for her. It's almost like I'm forcing her to, to try to eat dog food and I won't feed her what she's been used to. And this has been going on for like six months. And some days she won't eat for a day, a day and a half. Then I'll buy some dog, soft dog food and I have to put a little bit, just a little bit of chicken in her, there for her to start mm-hmm. eating. She'll eat it, and then she'll get tired of that after one day, and then she won't eat for two days. All right. Well, you're not alone because a lot of toy breed owners um, have this problem, and a lot of it is we start, we're so kind of taught when we get these young little toy breed dogs that they're going to have hypoglycemia if they don't eat, so you got to make them eat. So we pull out the stops very early on with these dogs, and we break our own rules and recommendations because normally we would have, you know, meal time for dogs, and we stick to that. But when we have toy breeds of dogs, we always get panicked when they're young because we don't want them to have hypoglycemia and have seizures and so forth. So I see this a lot more in these guys. Now, the challenge is is that we have to recognize the human effect on this behavior. And there are truly picky dogs out there, but in many cases, this pickiness is actually kind of created by our own behaviors of feeding that chicken and the canned foods and those table scraps and things like that that are really palatable and a lot more fun to dogs than maybe just dry kibble or even some of the canned foods. So once we realize that we are the problem, then we can get past that because it's us that we have to change in our patterns of behaviors. So now, all that being said, for dogs that have this kind of pickiness, I'm a little bit more soft with some things. Like, I may not say dry food is the way you have to go. It may be very difficult to get her to really love a dry food if she's been eating uh, chickens and meats and some different canned products all this time. So you may have to find a canned product or a semi-soft product and say, this is what we're going to feed her. Then that strategy from there is how we're going to really fix this problem. Um, and some of the the common mistakes people do when we have a picky eater is we put the food down and we leave it there and we keep trying to get them to eat it all day long. That is absolutely wrong with a picky eater. We need to provide the food at set times, present it to them. If they don't eat it, it goes away. And it's not at their leisure to eat. We want them to learn patterns of good behavior eating when food is presented and that you can offer that food two to three times a day even more if you have to but we present it it's there and it's taken away that helps to set that in their mind that when that comes this is what i expect of you and she may not eat just like you said a day or two she may not eat and i usually go three days if a dog doesn't eat as long as they're drinking and they're in good health there's no harm done with that um 
I've known dogs that'll go six days and they're completely healthy. They're incredibly picky eaters. So there are some that will hold out past my three day rule. <laughs> so yeah. So there's always room for uh, the individual in there. And I got to say, Richard, that uh, we're guilty of the same thing here at the studios. And, and Dr. Debbie was about hey. to, to spill the beans there, but we have the same very problem with Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. I can't stand it when she goes over it. But it's you. It's you. It's I you. know. You're the one who spoils her and makes her yeah, act that way. She's seven pounds and she's got to eat. Ah, so well, and this is where it comes down to tough love. Tough love is really harder for the people around the person that the tough love is indicated for. So it's the same thing with our animals, is that you Haley really have to have in your mind and everyone in the household's mind that this is the best thing for the pet. And uh, when we're doing this mealtime, we want to make sure it's a quiet place. We don't want to have a lot of distractions, things going on. Um, Mealtime is eating time, and we try to eliminate those distractions. Um, The other thing we need to do is eliminate snacks. Those little goodies and treats in between meals are not setting good eating patterns. So for that picky... I know. You're kicking under the table here. Um, But for pets that have picky eating, we think that's the way to get nutrition in them because we're going to help them. Here's a little snack. This will help you through the day. But no, you're ruining that pattern for set meal feeding. So stop the snacks. Put the food down. Be firm. And if there's any questions, make sure your veterinarian deems your pets in good health so that we can go kind of the tough lover out here. But you can do it there, Richard. Just hang in there. And all my best to your little baby. And hopefully she finds a, a happy medium in the household for uh, what's good for her and for you. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Dr. Debbie, dog father Joey Villani, animal communicator Joey Turner, or Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard, all at your beck and call. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. As you all know, many, many emails. I would like to address two most common for the last few weeks, okay. which I received. People asking me, Bloody, what the heck dog training color you are always recommending? And my answer would be Herm Springer. It's a German. Herm Springer dog training colors. Very humane, very gentle. Create a gentle grip for the neck. Imitate a doggy mama bite. Will not hurt, will not harm your pets. And this is the would be starting point of dealing with unruly pets. I highly suggest you get for your little terrorist pinch color. We can keep complaining or we can take the actions. This is the only color I solely approve. They are very humane. What is the name of it? Strong color. With quick release by company Herm Springer. And that's spelled H-E-R-M-S-P-R-E-N-G-E-R. And, of course, we have links at the Animal Radio website. Got it. Sometimes people are crazy. Dogs are okay. That's for sure. (laughs) Fido Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to phytofriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. 
When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Welcome. It's Animal Radio. Sorry I was late, but I have a really cool story behind that, Bob. Oh, really? We had, yeah. Um, we noticed you were late. Yeah. We just thought you were pulling a Vlade today. No, no, no. I, I, I actually um, sent you an, um, an, an email, I mean a um, text on your phone that I could be um, 10 minutes late. I got a call this morning to do a job. And uh, it was, they wouldn't tell me who. Well, wait, 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 wait. When you say that, you know, I got, I was called this morning to do a job. Would it hack somebody, to waste yeah. somebody, knock somebody off? What is that? What kind of job? No, 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 no. It was actually a pet grooming job. Oh, okay. And what it was, was apparently one of the original members of KISS. And I don't know who it is because it's, it's supposed to be the secret project that's coming out. They needed a dog groomed and died immediately. So I got a call. Can you come in to, can you come in and, and, um, and, 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 and work on this dog? And it was this really cool white poodle mm-hmm. that we had to dye the main um, silver and um, you know put this, this this great cut on it. Now the only thing that they wouldn't tell me who it was because like, like I said the project is secret but I think it's Ace Freely only because of the colors that we use they were using being a big Kiss fan growing up those were his colors. So there's a chance that you're working with Ace Freely's dog is what you're saying? Well the dog that they use for him whether it's his dog or not I don't know I mean it was, it was like very very top top secret um, type of thing but that's not unusual working with those guys. You see, that's the Animal Radio Dream Team, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Uh, I mean, uh, this guy gets called in for all kinds of emergency uh, dines. Uh, Dr. Debbie is always getting called away uh, because she knows everything. And, of course, Vlade, well, hell, he has a three-month waiting list. But you can get through to all of them today, one 405 8405 Cost me a lot to do that. To get them all here at one time takes a pretty penny, but it's free to you, toll-free doesn't really cost me a pretty penny. We just do it because we really like animals. Yeah. Yeah. That's our payoff. Also on today's show, there's uh, there's been another recall of uh, Hart's product, a natural real really? beef. Really? Yeah. So we'll have the recall of the week, 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 week uh, here on yeah. Animal Radio. It's, it's sad. That and the, these ones come from Brazil. Really? It's uh, yeah. not China, huh? Brazil. Oh, no, Brazil. Now you're reporting on the news about this new pet resort. What is this about? Oh. Oh, yeah. If you can't afford a plasma TV for yourself, but you mm-hmm. want one for your pet, sure. and you got to head out of town, it's the Jet Pet Resort near the Vancouver International Airport. It's amazing. You can get a full rock star package for your dog for only $1,000 a night. $1,000 a night. That better include like a limo. <laughs> oh, it does. Oh, limo does. pick up and drop off. Oh, yeah. Luxury suite, plasma TV, because dogs hate a fuzzy picture, you know? Oh, yeah. Man. Uh, doggy massage, catered meals. I mean, a lot nicer than what we do for ourselves. So, yeah. you could, There's lower rates there too but yeah the rock star package for the dog that's that's definitely the uh, the carrot that's getting a lot of people in there okay more about that coming up in the news with yep. Lori roberts in just a few minutes so these these are dog biscuits They're good bad. aren't they they are very good mm. always try your dog's food before you give it to them it tastes nutritious too hey brandon a little salsa with that <laughs> hi guys how you doing oh i'm doing pretty good uh, I have a cat. He's about uh, three and a half, four years old, and I've got a problem with uh, his eating. 
Uh, we feed him, and within about an hour or so, he's throwing up every time. Okay. And uh, he, it doesn't matter. We've tried dry food. We've tried soft food, um, limiting his portions. And then, of course, he comes right back running saying, I'm hungry. Feed me. Okay. And you said he's about four years of age. And yeah. um, how's his poop quality? Uh, well, he's an outdoor cat, so we don't get to see that. Okay. So you know what he's eating when you're offering it to him, but you don't know what he's eating when he's outside. Well, when we, we've started feeding him outside because he would eat inside and then stay inside and, and then throw up in the kitchen floor. Okay. <laughs> but you get my point, is that you're feeding him some food inside, but if he has outdoor access, then the world's a big plate, and he could pretty much eat whatever he wants, whatever critters or things he might find, or if someone else was feeding him. There's still a lot of opportunity there. So Yeah, okay, so. we have found uh, bones and stuff, too, occasionally... Um, He'll catch a mouse or something. Okay. All right. So for the kitty that vomits, and this is always vomiting right after he's eating? Uh, shortly after, you know, an hour or so, within an hour. Okay. Let's be graphic. Tell me what it looks like when, when you see the vomit. What What is it actually, the shape or the color? Um, it looks like the, you know, of course, it's usually soft food, and it's, you know, still got the little square cube shape of the meat that they cut up. And kind of stringy and uh, frothy. Okay. And is it in any kind of tubular shape, or is it just more like a big pile of goo? No, more like just a big pile of goo. Okay. All right. That's just important as we're talking about vomiting and regurgitating and the shape and the quality of the vomit. So we, we veterinarians like all these adjectives when we talk about poop and vomit. It really helps us kind of figure out the puzzle. So um, so the big thing here, as I'm going to say, is that vomiting in cats is a horribly frustrating sign uh, for both pet owner and the veterinarian because there's a lot of things that cause it. If we're having vomiting so quickly after food, there could be medical things and there can also be a behavioral reasons why that happens. And there are cats that eat so fast and so rapidly that it's really just almost like a binge and purge type um, behavior. So in those kitties, I'll do strategies to slow down their feeding. So if we are feeding canned or dry, we can give smaller amounts throughout the day instead of limiting it to set meal times, kind of uh, sporadic feeding, if you will. The other thing we can try is just, I do this with dogs too, is with our food bowl, we can put little barriers inside the food bowl. Um, for a cat, we can take some nice large river rocks and put that in that you might have outdoors. Basically, the idea is we want something that's going to slow down their ingestion of food so they're just not inhaling it from their bowl. So they have to kind of lick around. And that can slow down those fast eaters. He does eat very fast. And uh, I think part that might have come from uh, him having to scarf down his food before the, you know, because if he walked away, the dogs would come get it. Oh, sure. Yeah. And that's how a lot of times um, in dogs, in multiple dog homes, this happens because they have to learn to eat quickly or it's not going to be there. So, yeah, that's a, that's a possibility. Now, with cats, I'm always going to give them the benefit of the doubt with hairballs. And hairballs can cause intermittent vomiting um, as well as mealtime vomiting. So um, if we can introduce uh, some hairball laxatives, hairball treats, or some of the hairball diets, all of those strategies, whatever we can get him to accept, may be helpful in, in passing those and helping to eliminate those. Okay. Um, 
if if I had better control over his food situation and the his inability to go outside to eat, I would also consider putting him on a hypoallergenic diet because a lot of kitties that have vomiting and GI problems can actually have inflammatory inflammatory bowel disease, which is um, kind of almost like an allergic type problem, if you will. And uh, going on hypoallergenic diets can help to minimize some of these uh, GI signs. So that would be ideal, again, if we had full control over all of what he was eating, and that could help um, avoid some of the, the vomiting bouts that you're seeing there. Um, and then the other thing I would always, always do and should be done several times a year, especially in cats that go outside, is we should be deworming this baby several times a year, um, especially if he's a hunter. Um, mm-hmm. We know that tapeworms, roundworms, all those good worms can cause intermittent vomiting and GI distress in pets. So that would be the other thing on the old hit list here that I'd have for your kitty, and he's going to love you if we got all this coming at once. <laughs> okay. Good luck Great. with that, Brandon. Let us know if we need a follow-up on that. I was brought up in a big family, and we'd have to eat our food really fast or it would it would be gone. And I still do that to this day. I eat my food fast because of that. I used to spit on the food. I'd get to the food first, and I'd spit on it so no one else would eat it. I'd lick it. I did that, too. I actually would lick the food so my sister couldn't get to it. Yep. Well, hi, Cindy. Hi. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Where are you calling from? I'm in Houston, Texas. I, I detected a southern draw. <laughs> yeah, that's from Arkansas, though. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> what can we do for you today, Cindy? Well, I have two questions. I have a French bulldog, and oh. he hates having his ears cleaned, and he just got an ear infection, and so we have to put drops in his ears twice a day. And you would think that we're trying to kill him. I mean, we have oh, to yeah. sit on him. And, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. He He's bit me, and he's never acted like this ever. This is the first time this has ever happened. So I was wondering if you had any suggestions on how to do this easier, where he's not so upset. Well, the hard thing is when we have an ear infection, there's actually pain there already. Right, it's right. A, It's a hard time to teach them um, that sensitivity about allowing you to treat the ears because they say, hey, my ears hurt. What right. are you doing? And so some of that is a bit difficult. And I would always, always with pups, I would always preach that we would want to manage their ears, get them used to having things put in their ears, regular right. cleaning before we get that ear infection. And that's the right. best training for when we do get there. But, well, he's um, actually gotten better over, um, this has gone on for, I guess, um, he's been taking the drops for about a week. So he's gotten a little bit better. What I've been trying to do is get him right when he wakes up in the morning, when he's still a little groggy. Uh-huh. And that's been a little bit, a little bit easier. Yeah. Now, some of the little tricks that I would do is, if at all possible, I would break up the time that you're spending on the ear. So if you're trying to do all the cleaning, applying ointment, and doing that all in one fell swoop, that can be a bit overwhelming for these little guys. And for some reason, I'll tell you, French Bulldogs... Pugs and Boston Terriers are some of the worst dogs when it comes to cleaning ears and trimming nails. They are like little aliens with the way that they react and they can struggle like the best sumo wrestler that is ever out there. Yeah, they really can. He he, um, jumped out of my boyfriend's arms and chipped his front tooth. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just, these, they, they can have such an exaggerated response to this. So, um, so I I was mentioning, uh, you know, separating out smaller bouts of time of doing the ear treatment. So if it means cleaning, letting them have a break and coming back later and doing the ointment or the medication, that would be the way I would do this. The, the real other thing that we want to do is we're, we're coming, we're combating all this unpleasantness and how this feels right now and we're going to have to find something that overwhelms that with um, more fun or more flavor if you will and that's generally with dogs where we go for positive reinforcement is food so um chew sticks chew sticks dipped in peanut butter um sometimes i'll use even like nutrical which is a calorie paste that we'll put on uh, cookies and toys uh, when we're trying to distract a pet here in the office using those as um, almost a doggy lollipop if you will um, to give him something to focus on other than just that little bit of ear stuff you're doing which really he's hopefully going to not notice as much Um, that would be the way i would really do this now the other way the vlade way we could go um, he likes using uh, kielbasa, which, uh, you know, kielbasa for me gives me gas. But, hey, for a French bulldog, it's likely to do the same. Um, so we can use some really tasty small uh, food morsels, things like, um, you know, some sausages, some small bits of cheese, things like that, that we can kind of little bits toss it at him while he's having his ear treatment. And that would be another way to kind of give him that. But don't tell Vlade that I, I gave away his tip because then he'll never let me live it down. Thanks for your call today, Cindy. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with anyone on the Dream Team right now. This is an Animal Radio News Update. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. What's probably on your mind when you're headed to that really dicey one-star hotel in a rotten neighborhood is... I am so happy my pet can stay in a nicer place than me. Well, if that's you, then Jet Pet Resort near the Vancouver International Airport is for you. For instance, dogs can get the full rock star package. For $1,000 a night, your dog gets a private limo pickup and drop-off, a luxury suite with 24-hour care, daily dog park adventures, and private walks. Also, luxury spa treatments, doggy massage, catered meals, and a picnic in the park. Word has it that Amy Winehouse is looking into this for herself. If something is a, a maybe a little bit less lavish is more your style, your dog can still get a private suite with a plasma TV, and we know how much dogs hate a fuzzy picture, for $69. Cats can get suites starting at $20 when they can visit the Cat Lounge, also with a plasma TV, where they can watch their favorite the Bird Channel. Hopefully, the Jet Pet Resort will also offer therapy to owners that don't get to stay in such a first-rate place. Maybe they could have the Doggy Downer Bargain Martini Lounge. The latest franchised pet? Those would be micro pigs. They're from Vietnam, and they've been around for decades, but they're now the subject of a reality show in the U.K. starring Jane Croft and her little piggies. Fans of the pigs, which start at 14 inches tall, say they're very intelligent and affectionate, easy to look after, and inexpensive to maintain. I am guessing that means low garbage bills. The micro pigs do not come cheaply, ranging in price from $850 to almost $2,000. Happy 15th birthday to Claude, the albino alligator at the San Francisco Academy of Sciences. The honoree was given 15 fish-flavored cupcakes with hummus frosting. Mm. Upon hearing of this, local foodies immediately duplicated the recipe and began selling them as the latest in California cuisine for $10 a pop at upscale restaurants. 
uh, I wonder what wine goes with fish-flavored cupcakes with hummus frosting. That would have to be, I think, the Everglades Chablis. Mm. It has a certain bite to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paris Hilton has added 20 rabbits to her brood of pets. Who knew she liked animals that don't fit in purses? But Paris tweeted that she was in a pet store and saw that the bunnies were destined to be snake food, so she brought them all home. Mm. And finally, all that zucchini you grew this summer, it's not just for foisting off on your friends and coworkers anymore. A huge animal radio tip of the cat to a mo- cap, sorry, to a Montana woman that saw a black bear attacking her 12-year-old dog on the back porch of her home near Missoula. The woman screamed to draw the bear's attention and it charged at her and swiped at her leg. She jumped back into her kitchen and grabbed the closest thing, which ended up being a 12-inch zucchini from her garden. She threw the zucchini at the bear, it hit him square on the noggin, and it turned tail and ran. Neither the woman or her dog needed medical attention, and wildlife officials were still trying to locate the bear. I'm Lori Roberts. To get more breaking Animal Radio news, go to AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio news update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. This is Animal Radio, baby. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Doctor Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Volani with your grooming questions. Animal communicator Joey Turner. Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard and Susan Sims, all at your beck and call, and toll free. And uh, one week from today is National Feral Cat Day. Now, I don't know if this is a first time or if this is, it's been going no, for it's years. it's been going on for years, Hal. See, every day for me is Feral Cat Day. And it's I know, close in to our heart, neighborhood. We have feral cats sitting in the uh, studios here. Yes, that we're a couple little trying uh, to socialize. five-week-old babies that somebody dumped on our door. I don't know if they'll ever get socialized I or not. Yeah, I'm, we're having a hard time. Uh, we had to actually catch them with a humane trap because we couldn't catch them with our hands. And uh, they're wild little beasties, even at five weeks old. Yeah, whoever left them at our doorstep here. Thank you. So, obviously, National Feral Cat Day, an important day. What does that mean? We have Becky Robinson. She's the president of Alley Cat Allies joining us. Hi, Becky. How are you doing today? I'm I'm fine. How are you guys? Very good. What is National Feral Cat Day all about? It's the the 10th anniversary, October 16th. That's how out of it I am. Yeah, it has been around. (laughs) It's been around because there, you know, we've all been helping feral cats for many, many years. Mm -hmm. And Alley Cat Allies has been around for about 20 years, but about halfway into our... Uh, legacy here with our, our efforts, we realized that it was a time for people to rally around, um, to speak out for the protection of cats, to see that policies are changed. You can't touch them, as you said. You have to use a humane box trap, uh-huh. and people don't know what to do with them. And so National Feral Cat Day is to show our support. I'm not just to celebrate that there are ways to help these cats that can live out their lives after they're spayed and neutered, but to also um, show, you know, it's a way to just get people to talk about this. Uh, people don't know what feral cats are. They are domestic cats, but they don't know that they can't be adopted. Well, what's the difference between a stray and a feral? Well, it's that there's not really much difference in the sense that they're all domestic cats, whether they're in your home with you or whether they're outside living on their own. 
but they're the feral cats have probably never lived with anybody. They have been mm-hmm. born typically outside, and you can't touch them. So they're not socialized to humans, and if they're taken to shelters, they can't be adopted, so they're killed. And um, in our shelters, the, the really what we've had for, for years, for decades, is a program, it's a, a procedure known as catch and kill. So in all of our shelters nationwide, cats that come into our shelters, 70% of them are killed. Mm. So it's not something that people are aware of, and when they are aware of it, they understand that when it comes to feral cats, that if they are living on their own, they're adults, the best thing you can do for them is to see that they're taken to a veterinarian. Of course, after they're spayed and neutered, they're vaccinated, Mm -hmm. they're ear-tipped, so it's kind of just a very small part of their left ear that's clipped off while they're under anesthesia. Oh, it's always the left ear? It's typically some groups, I think in some areas you might see it's on the right ear. And this is because you're going to re-release them and you need to mark them for those that don't know. You can't really put a collar on. So that way, if you see a group of cats, if anybody sees a group of cats and you can, you might not be able to get that close. Maybe you have to get your binoculars out, but you can see that the left or right part of their ear is clipped off. And that means that they've already been to a veterinarian and that they're probably doing just fine. Somebody's probably caring for them. Um, feral cats that live out their lives, um, the studies show, there's research that shows that they are just as healthy as house cats. What if I don't have the funds to bring in every, any feral cat that just uh, comes into the neighborhood? Is there assistance anywhere, uh, especially getting them neutered or if they have to be spayed, which is a, a bit more complex of a procedure? The best thing about the programs in the last um, several years that you know, Ally Cattle has been, has been promoting um, what we call the Feral Friends Network. And you can go to our website, allycat.org, and you can ask, you can do a little user form, contact us, and ask for Feral Friend. And it lists all of the groups and the resources, like you said, the low-cost spay-neuter or the free spay-neuter, like Newport News, Virginia has a program. And if you have a cat that you're taking care of, a feral cat colony, then they provide spay-neuter. And I believe if you are a resident of Newport News, Virginia, it's free. There are many other places where... It's very inexpensive. It might be 10 or $20. And all of these programs are a part of our Feral Friends Network at alleycat.org. Tell us about the I Love Feral Cat shirt I have in front of me. Every animal person must be wearing their gear. As you know, yes. you've got to wear your heart on your sleeve when it comes to National Feral Cat Day. And the I Heart Feral Cats shirt is fantastic um, way to do that at alleycat.org. You can shop for your shirt or any other product. And it gets the, once you wear it, once you have it, it gets the conversation going. I'd like to get six conversations started right now at one 405 I'll give you one of these I Love Feral Cat shirt. Otherwise, head on over to www www.alleycat.org. Becky, thanks so much for coming on Animal Radio again. Yeah, happy National Feral Cat Day, Hal and Judy. You Thank guys you. do such awesome work. It's Alley Cat Allies. And you want a couple of kittens? <laughs> <laughs> Come right on over. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team, Dr. Debbie or Dog Father Joey Villani, Animal Communicator Joy Turner, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Susan Sims. We're all here for you. In fact, here's another one for... Joy Turner. Phones are ringing white hot for her today. So it's amazing. Which one are we going to? Line one. And Frank. Hey, Frank. Hey, hello. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. You're on with Joy. Hi, Frank. What can I do for you today? Well, Joy, I have, uh, have an issue with, uh, with, our, with our pup. Well, she's not quite a pup. She's coming up on two years old in January. And my wife and I just recently moved uh, to a new, a new place. And it seems like uh, 
she's kind of regressed uh, as far as anxiety, you know, separation, uh, separa- separation anxiety. <clears throat> we're, trying okay. to, we're trying to figure out exactly, you know, what's going on. You know, I know we have to allow her time for uh, routine again, but uh, it, it, it's just to the point, you know, a couple of our neighbors have complained, and uh, we're, we're just trying to figure out what's going on with her. Tell me your name, Frank. Her name is May. Okay, and you're, so if neighbors are complaining, she's barking, that kind of thing? It's, it's more of a, it's almost just like a really, almost like a death cry type of bark when, you know, we, we've set up a little digital recorder to, to hear exactly what they hear, and, I mean, it's it's pretty bad. Okay, um, and how long have you been in that place, Frank? We are coming up on, actually, the 27th will be a month. A month? Yes. Okay, um, May... Want you to know she is completely terrified when you're not there or when someone's not there. So, if there's a way that you can leave something for her that has your smell on it, mm-hmm. that will help her a little bit. Um, she needs a lot more reinforcement and encouragement when you are there about it being a safe place. Okay. You have, you have to talk to her in terms of what it is. So, tell her this is safe. This is our new home, and I'm telling her the same things, but you'll need to keep telling her. And that she's safe whenever she's here, and leave her something that smells like you. I'm also telling her, do you have the same furnishings and everything you had in the other place? Yes. Okay, I'm telling her to look at all of the things that were in the other house and see that it is the same. So all of her things are there, all of your things are there. She just needs that kind of constant reinforcement. Okay, so build that confidence again. Yes. And you keep you need to keep telling her she's safe, she's safe, she's safe. Okay. Frank, hope that helps you there. one 405 8405 to talk to animal communicator extraordinaire Joy Turner right now. This is Animal Radio. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. (laughs) Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. Your dog's your best friend and always ready to show you love. Give that love back with Pure Love Dog Treats from Sargent's. They're low in fat, contain omega fatty acids, and no animal byproducts. Sargent's Pure Love Treats, the perfect way to bring happiness and health to your dog all in the same bite. Bacon, peanut butter, and honey flavors make these treats irresistible. There's a Sargent's Pure Love Treat for every size dog. Live with purpose. Love with passion. Treat with pure love. Visit SentryPetCare.com for more. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. 
Let's face it, life happens from spills to pet stains. One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, eliminating the need for other cleaning products. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, One Shot and it's gone. Safe for the environment, your pets and your family. Call 1-866-734-1120 and mention Animal Radio. That's 1-866-734-1120 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. Hi, Tanya. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, barely. Are you whispering? Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. What's going on? Okay. My um, kitten, she has a like, discharge in the ear sort of burko. And I am holistic, so I'm glad to talk to you about it. I've been treating it with eucalyptus oil. And I read the book, what? so uh, what I do is support it ear. What are you treating it with? I couldn't catch that. Eucalyptus oil. Mm, okay. And it's a three month, four month old kitten. Okay. Right. Is she scratching at the ears? Is that why you were treating them, or is it just a waxy? We're going to be taking her head and all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's throwing, and I keep her off the ground. So we don't need that. Yeah, she's throwing okay. all that. She's miserable. Oh. We hear her. She never makes noise. She's weird. And I hate that. I well, uh, Tanya, I'm having a little challenge hearing you, but I, I think I got the essence of the question here is that you have a young kitten that's having some ear problems and you're adding some eucalyptus oil into the ears. Now, I, I have to caution you. I, I have an open mind when it comes to holistic therapies and natural remedies, but I do have some cautions. And cats are definitely a species that I'm very cautious when we start using essential oils and some of the natural remedies. Um, there are many of these types of products which can actually be toxic. Um, they can contain things like phenol phenols that are actually uh, quite toxic and cause liver problems, neurologic problems, and a common thing, tea tree oil, which a lot of people use for open cuts and wounds on animals, can actually really be very serious and dangerous for them. So my, my first recommendation is always going to be to try to find a medical reason why we've got wax in a kitty that age, and especially if it's kind of a dark color, um, you, you described kind of a Bordeaux color, um, you know, we might be looking at things like ear mites. So what the best thing I can do and suggest for your kitty is to take a cotton ball or cotton swab and we actually take a sample of that look under the microscope and we want to see if there's any little critters running around there there are some types of remedies that we might consider if it's more just a wax buildup that are a little bit more in the natural um, type line of things. I'm not a fan, again, of putting those oils in the ear, though. So I'd, I'd get a good swab, get a diagnosis, and if we do have something like mites, you know, there are some very sound and safe remedies that can be used, um, which are medications. Um, but I would say that we'd want to direct only based on a diagnosis for uh, a problem such as ear mites. So um, I'm going to say put the oil down and go to see your vet and let's see if we can diagnose this kitty's ears. Thank you so much for your call, Tanya, and I hope that's of some help for you. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. You know, Pets Life is a healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z dot com. That'd make your life a lot easier, Joey. Do they ever ask you to clean teeth? Is that part of your job, to clean any teeth, or is that primarily veterinarians only? It should be veterinarians. I mean, you know what? The groomers that I, I don't like groomers that do actually um, toothbrushing because they don't tell the, the client that it's something that really needs to be done on a regular basis. So like this oral care stuff, which really gets the gingivitis off. So what what a groomer will do is they'll brush the teeth um, half half ass once and say, okay, we brush your dog's teeth, and it really did absolutely nothing but probably irritate the gums a little bit. Um, it's something that really needs to be done on a regular basis. I'm interested in this product. I haven't used this product. 
drug there, but well, I am because I'll give you a, you know, a tube of it for you to use. And you can I would it. love to try because I don't like to put my dogs under and um you know and, and have a dentistry done if I can avoid it. It's good to get the dentistry done and start with fresh, you know, healthy teeth. So I'm very interested in this. Okay, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the dream team here at Animal Radio. Doctor Debbie's answering your vet medical questions. Uh, dog father Joey Villani is here, also animal communicator Joy Turner, and Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. At your beck and call. This is Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio, baby. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. We'll go back to the phones in just a couple of seconds, but I want to welcome Sergeants to the airwaves. Sergeants, you, you've seen them as a, a name in the pet industry for years and years and years, and I have just fallen in love with their last thing to hit the shelves called Pure Love, and they have these mini bones. You know how Ladybug likes to chew on things? Yes. And most of the things we go out and get, they don't last. They, they're like, they break down pretty fast. Right. And this is a perfect solution for us called Pure Love, and I decided to get the VP of Marketing from Sergeants on, Karen Stichler. Hi, Karen. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Can you tell me, you sound, what, what are you doing now? Set the scene for us. Where I'm at right now, currently? Yes. <laughs> I'm actually watching the Nebraska football game. <laughs> and uh, who's, who's winning right now? Who's with me? Who's winning the game? Oh, Nebraska, 31-3. Okay. to are you, are you actually at the stadium? No, no. We're at, I'm actually at a... Um, uh, kind of like a sports bar restaurant with some friends. Okay, well, we won't keep you very long, but we felt this was kind of important here. Tell us about the new Pure Love line, if you will. Okay, Pure Love is a um, new brand of dog treats that we um, are manufacturing. We, we purchased a new um, and a new plant to to make our own treats, and the Pure Love brand is trying to create a line of healthy treats for dogs of all sizes. So like you're talking about the mini bones, those are for small dogs, and then we have bigger mega bones for the bigger dogs. And we um, they, they last longer. Dogs like them. They're made out of healthy ingredients, uh, a little bit of, like, carrots and um, tomatoes and high-protein uh, treats. So not only do your dogs enjoy them, you know that you're giving them something that's healthy. That's and important. we have them in um, bacon flavor and peanut butter flavors are the two that the dogs seem to like the best. So that's what we started with. And we do have uh, some of the treats are also in chicken flavor. Like we have chewy bites, which are interesting treats where they're the same texture as those bones. So they're chewy, high-protein treats, but they're smaller slices of, and they're bone-shaped. And, they're, and dogs really like those as well. And we have those in chicken, peanut butter, and bacon. So it doesn't really matter if your dog likes something that's hard or something that's chewy. You have one texture in the Pure Love line that fits them. Yeah, we do. We also have a more of a soft and chewy, what we call reward bites that are tinier, soft and chewy treats, um, also in the three different flavors. And, and there's lots of pieces in those bags, and the bones are, are a little bit longer lasting, too. So, yeah. And we have a, um, and we'll have new line extensions that will come out um, later this year as well. And hopefully we'll feature them here at Animal Radio. I'm going to let you get back to the game here, and I thank you for joining us today. I'm all, I'm all, I appreciate this, yeah. Take care of yourself. Uh, this is the Pure Love line we're talking about, and uh, you can get it from Sargent's. We have information over at the website at animalradio.com, as well as a link to their new website. one 405 8405 Hi, Yad. Hi. How are you doing? 
I'm doing fine, thanks. What's going on with your dog? Well, um, it's actually not really our dog. It's my daughter's dog, and um, she has a hard time keeping it in her house because she has a small house, and this is a big dog. It's a um, French Mastiff or Dog de Bordeaux. <laughs> uh, are you from France? I'm from Sweden. Oh, you're European. I should, I should, I should treat you well because I am from <laughs> Russia. Yeah. You know. Back there, yeah. we are fight, we are fighting. But uh, you know, in America, we are Europeans. You know, we are. Yeah. The same. <laughs> I know. Tell me, please, my European friend, what is the problem? Is pretty cool. Well, the dog is a very big dog. She's a good dog, very good dog. She's um, uh, two year, little over two years old. She has never really. I mean, she's uh, housebroken. But she has mm -hmm. never been really trained. So when we have her we, at our house and she walks out on the yard, she walks around nicely. But if we put a leash on her, she pulls. And I can't e not even hold her back. She's so strong. This is, this is the typical European call. And I adore the people like that. Because <laughs> most, most Europeans will call with those little things which Americans mostly just accept it. Well, Americans uh -huh. normally tell me, every dog is bark, you know, what can you do? You know, dogs pulling on the leash. I mean, that's what the dogs do. Now, thank you for that call. It's uh, really important for us to know that a French Mastiff is the stubborn one, like all f French people when know that. They uh -huh. like to do what the behavior you explain it to do. And if you try to correct it, he will he will basically freeze like a like a, a something type of the like a bulldog instead of just pulling you he will freeze in the place and you will need to pull him because he will refuse to walk he will tell you well if you try to control me to do that way i will control to do something opposite what you wanted me to do i see it all the time so let me very quickly to correct this problem the first purchase which you have to make it's a Hermspringer or German, you know, you know, Germans, you know, it's not far yeah. from you. You know, we in Russia yeah. still like them as much as in America, Democrats like Republicans. But <laughs> <laughs> you and I, we adore their, you know, genius of engineering. So they created a wonderful color. It's called Neck Tech. Neck Tech. Neck Tech. Tech, like technology. Neck Tech training color. So basically you have to Google it. Put on the Google like okay. neck tech training color and you will see what's going to come in. It's going to come up with the with very interesting color, similar to the pinch color, but a very gentle version and very beautiful. It's going to be like a necklace, such a beautiful, oh. like a bracelet. Yeah, it looks very, very good. And very effective, by the way. The metal, when you snap, beside little teeth, it also creates like a snapping sound effect, which the Mastiffs hate. Because Mastiffs, to some degree, big babies. You know, uh -huh. they, they, they sound they're tough, but they are very emotionally, you know, sometimes sound sensitive. So here is yeah. what you need to do. You got to get the six-foot leash. You got to get that German color. And uh, make sure the leash is slack and say, let's go. And every time he goes ahead, just one inch because...
you know, the dog like a man. You give somebody inch, you allow somebody touch, they will try to hug. You allow to hug, they will try to kiss. We're not going to go farther than that. But the dog is the same thing. You give him four, he takes four. So at any seconds, he just goes ahead. You have to turn around first. And after, oh, okay. snap the leash. Snap the leash in the opposite direction. In the opposite direction. You have to jump in the opposite direction like you just saw the Russian bear in the bushes. Okay. Make few steps in the opposite directions. Come back as nothing happened. And just say, let's go again. He does it a few times. You do it a few times. That trick, you fix that problem. Oh, okay. Good luck there. Thanks for your call. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. This is Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You know, Laura, you can bring your pets into the studio like we do. I noticed you, you haven't brought them in a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going. I well, you know, the one I would bring probably is because Groucho, uh, he's the main coon, and he's so intelligent. He'd probably just take over everything. But our, our 22 pounder, our big black cat Bogey, he's a black lab in a cat suit. He's something else. I bet he, he gets along with, with uh, Ladybug. Yeah, yeah, and Ladybug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bogey gets along with everybody. Next, next week, you ought to bring him in. See, Ladybug likes okay. cats. Yeah, yeah, she does. Oh, she good. thinks she is a cat. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't like dogs, but she likes cats. Yeah. <laughs> well, then she's she's going to get on great with Bogey. Good. Hopefully, uh, you have your animals around your radio. Toll free one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. If you're brand new to Animal Radio, and yes, yes, that could be. We just actually heard another caller today. It's the first time I've ever heard you. I'm listening on the wave in Los Angeles. Welcome, Doctor Debbie is our veterinarian. She's not only the veterinarian that answers questions on the radio here, but she's actually the animal radio veterinarian. So we unleash her on the country because we trust her. She's great. A dog father, Joey Volani from uh, Animal Planet. Groomer mm-hmm. has it. Dogs one hundred and one. Uh, Recognized all over the world. Really, he is uh, world. <laughs> and if you don't say, you do. Okay. Yeah. Just say, say you. Know. And he has good ideas on a uh, way to dress up your your dog for or cat for Halloween. Yes, too, he certainly so. does with Kool Aid. By the way, if you missed that tip, it's yeah, over at the website. That's an awesome one. That's my favorite. You're going to do that with you Ladybug. No, I am. Turn her into a ladybug. <laughs> She's going to do it with you too, Al. Uh, <laughs> Step lively. <laughs> Animal communicator Joy Turner is also here, as well as Susan Sims and Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Uh, you may know him from Letterman or your local TV news or the side of a milk bottle or something. You've seen him before. <laughs> and he's here to help you with your most vexing dog issues. And this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels. Yes, if you're traveling to Vero Beach, Florida, take your pet along and stay at the Vero Beach Resort and Spa. Not only will you be greeted by the four-legged director of pet relations, Oliver, but you'll enjoy your stay with zero fees and no size or weight limits. Let me repeat this. Zero fees, no size or weight limits. That's awesome. That's at every Kimpton. Find out more about Kimpton Hotel's hospitality program by calling one eight 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 Kimpton. You like that hospitality? <laughs> That's cute. Uh, uh, some, some copywriter somewhere is uh, said, "Ooh, I got it." Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for good. sponsoring Animal Radio. Coming up in the news, we'll be talking a little bit about the recall uh, from Hearts. Yeah, they have a new dog uh, dog treat recall. The real, I love the, the, the naturals, real beef uh, dog treats, and there may be a salmonella problem there. Okay, I didn't know if that was a cat treat or a dog treat, but it is a dog treat, and it seems like yeah. everything's and now all about salmonella. Yes, AIDS, yeah, everything. I know. And like you were pointing out, uh, 20% of folks in this country don't have internet, so I'll give you the 800 number you can call in case you, you, you think you may have one of these in your home. Okay. So. 
if you're a big Paris Hilton fan, as I know we all are big Paris Hilton fans, <laughs> she's added she's to her collection. She's just not for anymore. No, she, 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 well, she really started this like uh, pocket pet. She promoted. She didn't yes. start. She promoted this whole pocket pet, putting the dog in the purse thing uh-huh. that uh, Judy does all the time. You'll see Judy with a ladybug in her purse all the time. In a sling. She's in a sling. Dressed up in something fancy with uh, bedazzles. Gets, she gets cold. <laughs> I got a T-shirt from my friend's little miniature schnauzer that says, "Does my head look big in this shirt?" <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole industry out there. Well, Paris Hilton, she'll be dressing up her brand new rabbits. She got new rabbits. Lori Roberts yeah. will be reporting in the news. Like 20, is that? Whoa. Yep, 20 of them. I'll tell you how she got these. She rescued them, actually. Uh, I hope she has yeah. their staff, her staff looking after them. You know, she brings them all home. I hope she doesn't just leave them alone. Then Bo- let them multiply. Like Bob Barker did. Well, Bob <laughs> Bob got them spayed and neutered. Yeah. But yeah. he let them yes, exactly. into his TV room, and they attacked all of his wires, wires and his and, TV set. Yeah, but he was okay with But those. he was okay. It was like a room was for them. Okay. For the yep. rabbits. Mr. Bunny. Okay. Mr. Bunny. All righty. Also, Micropig's in the news again. We were talking about that a few yes. weeks ago. They're back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. There, there's a new TV show in England that's getting them really popular again. Yeah. And people... now everybody thinks that they're fashionable pet. Yeah, but they don't stay micro. They don't? No, they don't. Oh. Personal Well, experience. these ones grow to about 14 inches. Really? Yep. Oh. You can't put them in your purse. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's all coming up in just a few minutes on Animal Radio. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. We're going to the phones next. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your entire dream team, Vlade the world-famous Russian dog wizard, animal communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joey Villani, Dr. Debbie, Lori Roberts working on news. The first voice you hear when you call 1-866-405-8405 will be... Judy Francis screening your calls, and uh, next to her, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, all in place. Hopefully, your animals are in place with you. Boog, the studio stunt cat. You're uh, you're getting ready for Halloween, aren't you, Judy, with the uh, <laughs> dyed Ladybug? Is that what you're going to do? Well, I've got oh. her Ladybug costume already, and she's white with black spots, so I'm going to make her white will be red. I'm going to use Kool-Aid. Now, this Kool-Aid. isn't Photoshop. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to use Kool-Aid, which is all natural. Kool-Aid, okay. Har- harmful. Red enough. dye number 40. I don't yeah. know if there's nothing harmful, but well, it's, you know, we can I'm eat gonna, it. She's going to be red with black spots like a true ladybug. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> it sounds Have we done anything like this with her before? Yeah. <laughs> no. This is our first. We put costumes on her. She wears costumes, you know, for Halloween. But this is the first she time likes we're going to try. Yeah. First time we're going to try. It's uh, really very embarrassing. I'll yeah, I should right try now. it with. Uh, <laughs> you know what I should try it with is uh, Nike the cat. Now, Nike, oh. I, he loves his devil cape. I put a devil cape on him at Halloween. He likes to go to the door <laughs> when kids come, and he's black with white, so uh. I can make his white, make it red with the same dye at the same time, and he can wear his red cape. He loves it. He struts in this cape at Good Halloween. times, I'll tell you. God, man, our cats really don't get into the costume thing. They hate it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they are so miserable. We tried putting those little antlers on him at Christmas. Uh-huh. Oh, furious. Don't, don't do the antlers, huh? Oh, okay. Nike loves no. it. He knows he's special. Now, will you actually take your dog yeah. around the neighborhood there? Is it something that Ladybug trick or treats with a little bag? I mean, how you know that's not a bad idea. I have her stroller. What I do is I could put her, I could put her in the pet stroller and hang a bag on there for candy and push it up to the door. Oh, that's a great. Or idea. for doggy treats and stuff. Yeah. 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 
There you I mean, go. You, know, you you can't be you can't be getting candy because your dog's dressed up. Well, <laughs> you know what? Fair. I'll give your I'll dog's got to get the goodies. Okay, I'll put two bags: one for doggy treats and one for candy if they opt to offer me. I won't ask, but okay. should they okay. feel like they want to contribute to the candy? I see stack? you've got your trick or treating all worked out here. Yes. How many more yes. weeks? <laughs> Ah, there's uh, four minutes of your life you'll never get back. It is Animal Radio, one 405 8405 We're talking uh, animal talk. We're talking about dressing up our uh, dogs, our cats, for Halloween, as we do every year. And if you'd like to do the whole pumpkin thing, we have a stencil over at the website. It is the official Ladybug stencil where you can... Uh, oh. Yeah, you can yeah, carve make your a pumpkin, pumpkin to look like, like ladybug. ladybug. I did that last year. Oh, yes. no. Yes. And that's uh, over at the website at animalradio.com. If you want to go to the phones, talk to Dr. Debbie, dog father, Joy Volani, animal communicator, Joy Turner, or uh, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, toll-free right now. We're going to go back in just a couple of seconds. Also, an update on the Hearts Natural Real Beef Treats for Dogs Recall with Lori Roberts in the news and a story about a very expensive pet resort. I can't oh, afford yeah. it. I would love it. All coming up in the news in just a couple of minutes right here on Animal Radio. Hi, Susan. Hi. How are you today? Pretty good. Where are you calling from? Um, Atlanta, Georgia. Beautiful Atlanta. I have Dr. Debbie right here. What's going on with your pet? Well, um, I have a cat, a Siamese cat, who's always been, she was always a house cat, never let outside. And then we got a new puppy, and we were teaching him how to use the dog door, and she paid attention and started <laughs> using the dog door. So we put up a cat fence at the top of the six-foot fence so she couldn't get out. Um, and now we can't hardly get her to come in. So <laughs> what is she doing outside? Well, she's just laying in the corner. Um, occasionally, she'll bring in a present. Oh. Like a, a mouse. A bird or? <laughs> yeah, a mouse or something, but very rarely. Um she comes in to eat in the middle of the night when we're sleeping, and if we go get her, I mean, she'll let me hold her for a while, and she'll purr and everything, but then she takes off and goes outside. And she, okay. like, I have three dogs, and the dogs will go out, and she'll rub up against the dogs and everything, And but she's, like, doesn't want to be in our lap anymore, and I just don't... I can't understand what's going on. Oh, well, you've introduced her to the great outdoors, and she's having fun. So she's going to the playground, Mom, and she is having a good time meeting up with friends, and she's having a lot of new games that she hasn't seen before. So she's really got a whole new world in front of her. And the fact that she enjoys that and relatively isn't getting into trouble, that that's a good thing. So this is a problem we see when cats are outdoor cats, and we want to make them indoor cats because of a change of people moving or a lifestyle change. You're kind of dealing with the reverse. She was an indoor cat, and you've given her the outdoors, and she's loving it. So the question is, are we trying to make her happy or are you happy? Because if she's liking well, her life now, I no. wouldn't change this. Yeah, I really want her to be happy. I just miss not having her in my lap and, you know, cuddling her and stuff. Yeah. But if you and, think she's happy, then, you know. Yeah, I, no. I, 
It sounds like she, if she's not getting into trouble where she's, you know, escaping the yard or getting into, you know, attacks by other dogs, things like that, I, I think it sounds like she's got a very rewarding life and, and a life that, you know, is protected, but yet she's got a lot of freedoms. Um, I would just encourage some general things like parasite control. Make sure we're staying on top of that, especially if she's yeah, doing hunting. Yeah, we've done that. Yeah. Good. We've done that. She did get Good. out once, and we have wild turkeys near our house. <laughs> and a neighbor took a picture of her with this wild turkey going by, and she had these big eyes. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, we we fixed the fence so she didn't. She, she just like lays by the tree and lays on the ground and soaks up the sun. And and there's ways that you know you can try to recreate some of these things in the indoor environment. With a lot of people get kitty TV, uh, some of the different uh, DVDs that play these things. But you know, if it's the real thing versus um, you know watching it on TV, um, I've got to say it. It seems much more rewarding for me if she's in a safe, controlled environment. Um, yeah. You know, to let her enjoy that. And who knows? Okay. As she gets older, her some of her behaviors may change. And that may not be as appealing to her. Um, and she may kind of revert to being more of an indoor kitty. I'm thinking as um, soon as winter comes around, things get a little colder, she's going to want to cuddle up and be a lap kitty again. That's what I'm thinking. No. She, no. This has been going on for a couple of years. Uh-huh. And we have a, a house that's on a finished basement. And she comes down into the finished basement where we're not um, on occasion and lays on the couch. But then we'll go back outside. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the one thing you can do is certainly anytime there's food involved in the equation, uh, I would, you know, if you want to encourage the indoor experience, any food item should always be offered inside the home where the family members are. And, and that yeah. will be, that'll be kind of the thing that brings her home and brings her uh, closer to the family. Um, so you can get that social time and special time, you know, when kitties well, eat, food, it's, it's all her good. Food, her food is inside, but she comes in in the middle of the night when we're sleeping. <laughs> She's like a teenager, or, or not a teenager, a college student. She's out uh, gallivanting at night, and then she comes in for to get the munchies. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think your kitty sounds okay. like she's got a fabulous life there, Susan. So uh, give her a pat on the head for us, and I hope she enjoys her, her turkey TV <laughs> she has. Okay. I'd suggest right. you go outside and spend time with her out in the yard. Yeah, there you, you go. There's a good yeah. Get some I've sun. Actually, yeah. I've actually done that a couple of times. Okay. Thank All you right. for your well, call. Thank you so much. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with, with any one of the Dream Team right now. Animal Radio is brought to you by One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, one shot, and it's gone. Call 1-866-734-1120 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. This is Animal Radio. Kempton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first full-service hotel to respect and welcome pets. Kempton's hospitality program offers plush beds, designer dining bowls, pet treats, toys, along with services for dog walking and pet sitting. No restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal, as well as zero fees or pet deposits. Come stay at a Kempton Hotel whenever you travel. L.A., San Francisco, San Diego, Chicago, Dallas, and many more. Go to www.kemptonhotels.com for Kempton Hospitality. 
Did you know that 80% of dogs and 70% of cats show signs of oral disease by age 3? Now there's a healthy and natural solution. Pets Life Oral Care is an all-natural blend of extracts and oils that provide a safe solution and no brushing is required. Perfect for senior pets. Pets Life Oral Care products are available in over 10,000 stores, including PetSmart. Call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic. Treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso, P-A-S-O, Vets.com to get the best care for your pet. Six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team at Animal Radio. Doctor Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, Susan Sims, Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard. Well, if you do pack up, get ready to head out on the road with your animal. Be sure to take your Stella and Chewies, those dehydrated or freeze dried patties. Now we get lots of samples here at Animal Radio, and if you're a long time listener, you know this is the official food of. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. She's kind of a diva when it kinda. comes to food. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when we knew that it was healthy, natural goodness, and it was made with raw USD-inspected meat, it was raised naturally, and there was no added hormones or antibiotics, I said, that's great, but will she eat it? And she continues yeah. to this day to beg me for it. Every 20 minutes, it seems like. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> exaggerate. Every couple of hours, she it's wants amazing. them. amazing, yes. She really likes it, and it's good food. Easy to travel with, and I'd like to send you a sample. If you'd like a sample, send me a self-addressed stamped envelope. All the information over at the AnimalRadio.com website. Stella and Chewies, thanks for sponsoring Animal Radio. Have you ever sampled one of those yourself, Hill? I do. No, I try everything. I do. Yeah. I like it with water, though. <laughs> I don't like it dry. You ate some dog biscuits one time. I don't remember which one they were, but you got so sick. Oh, I had some bad dog biscuits really? once. I would never really? refer to them. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, but I, I do eat everything, oh. actually. You know, Hal's always the one that does all the stuff. He's the guinea pig. And I thought, you know what? This stuff, I was hungry. It looked good. It smelled good. And I tasted yeah. it on air. It was yeah. good. It was really good. I didn't want to share it with a dog. I was really, really? Oh, so okay. tasty. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, there's a lot of them out there right now. Yeah. I was giving our our, our kitty some special sa- groovy salmon organic thing the other day, uh-huh. and it had peas in it. And I'm like, I've never heard a cat ask for any green vegetables, but sure, okay, why not? The peas, and the peas two are out of three liked it. They do. Yeah. They love it. Well, we give our cat just yeah, frozen plain peas. peas. Yeah, They'll eat they plain peas. Them. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that with them. It's a vegetable. It's got to be good for them. Cantaloupe, too. Our cats go crazy over cantaloupe. Whoa. They okay. love it. Oh, you could lose a finger if you hold out a chunk of cantaloupe. Okay. I'll try that, too. It's good healthy. to know. I got you guys. You know, you guys know everything. <laughs> we have on the phone, and this is really cool because uh, I guess he got bumped 
from another show that we had, unfortunately. Mark Moffat joining us, the Jane Goodall of Ants. And we have been waiting with bated <laughs> breath for him to come back on the show here. Mark, how are you doing? Great, Hal. Yes, uh, uh, I've been waiting for bated breath my, with bated breath myself. So, I bet. Uh, no sleep for you, huh? <laughs> Your book, really cool, because I'm learning a lot about ants that I didn't know. Because really my experience with ants really was as a youngster and playing with them with uh, a magnifying oh, glass. Wow. I mean, we all did that, right? No, we, we don't admit it. We don't admit that. Okay. And I didn't realize what a I didn't. Depth, depth of species the ants are. They have what you say is uh, like individual personalities? Uh, well, you know how. you got to get down close. Yes. You know, when you're talking about uh, playing with the ants when you're a kid, that's when we were down there close, down in the dirt level, when we were in our diapers. And then we could see them better, and then we could tell that there were differences between them. Even my parents say I knew them individually. I apparently knew them by name. So I knew Sally, Joe, uh-huh. Harry. <laughs> I've lost that capacity. I'm too tall now. So uh-huh. We've lost uh, that whole perspective. Yes, we have. But you've learned a lot since. And... Uh... I guess their sisterhoods, ants are, are all about the girls, aren't they? All about the female of the species. That's right. Guys re- really don't have a role, Hal. You'd be kicked out in a minute. Yeah. So what's your point, guys? Yeah. <laughs> so, so what does that mean? They, all of a sudden, this ant thing's sounding pretty good. I know. Is it, We've is, really learned something Are all from these them. colonies run by females, or are, who's doing yes, the work? Yes, they are. Males are the liabouts. They're the uh, couch potatoes, and the females really don't appreciate their presence. So uh, <laughs> the male ants have uh, one job, really, and I really don't know if I could say that on the radio, but actually they have two jobs. They have the first <laughs> job, and then they die. So... But that's apparently enough for a male ant. They seem to die with a ha- happy smile on their face. It's almost enough for a human, yeah. really. <laughs> so, uh, you know, those ants, uh, the only time we get to see them as pets are, are in those little ant colonies, which are also sad things, because, you know, ants need the, uh, the queen, and an ant farm usually doesn't come with the queen ant. Uh, but once they have the queen, they work uh, like the Dickens, of course, uh, because they are all her offspring. They're a sisterhood, the sisterhood of the traveling ants, which swarm our backyards and, and keep everything clean and tidy under our feet. We don't re- even recognize the kind of work they do. So, Mark, the queen of the colony is actually just the mother of all the ants. Is that true? That's right. And as I discussed in the Adventures Among Ants book that I've written, you know, she she basically, though, only lays eggs. It's not really a great job. She's just kind of like a forced egg layer, like a chicken. You know, if you're going to be reincarnated in a, as an ant, I'd prefer one of the uh, worker ants that uh, there's a certain kind that just eats for a living, stores up food for everybody else when they need it. Uh, that's the kind of ant I'd prefer to be, not the queen. <laughs> there, there. And, 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 and you're, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no you go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. In your book, Mark, you talk about how ants actually have set up very intricate uh, traffic systems, much more intricate than our freeways. Well, you know, this is the cool thing because... Ants and human, modern humans are more alike than humans are alike to our own uh, relatives, the chimpanzees. Why are ants and humans so alike? It's because only they have societies of millions like we, we do. So they need uh. highways, they need traffic rules, they need market economies. They even have the vote sometimes. They do all kinds of things. A chimp the chimps would never think of. Do ants use their turn signals on yeah. when they do on these freeways? Uh, well, you know, it's, uh, they don't actually uh, make cars out of metal, so uh, when they collide, it's uh, just a slight headache. I don't think they worry too much Oops, about sorry. electronic turn signals. Uh, they're, right. But they do glide past each other with uh, great skill. They, uh, there are inbound and outbound lanes in a uh, heavy traffic uh, 
uh, situation. Somebody just sent me a video. It was on YouTube of ants going in a circle, and they said they would march oh, yeah. in a circle until their death. There's like thousands of them, and they're just going a, continually a bunch of guys. in a circle. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, normally ants uh, function really efficiently as a society, and they. Uh, they, uh, I was just down in Central America in Belize looking at the army ants. This is where this happens. The ants are very diligent about uh, following each other's rules, and uh, and sometimes they have trouble breaking from that when there's an emergency. So mm. what happens in this case is an army ant swarm gets cut off from its nest. They can't find their way home, and so they start searching around in a group, and they find each other's tail end, and then they just follow, keep following each other, and they don't realize they're moving in a circle, and they keep going and going and going. It's like a, a brain malfunction where you just can't start, stop thinking in a loop until your, your brain, you fall over and collapse, and this is what happens to the ants. Uh, about a week of that, and they starve to death. The rotaries they have the, with the cars and the circles when you get stuck in those yeah, I get rotaries. stuck in those things, and I'll yeah, go round and round and round and round. I was thinking the behavior was a lot like people at Raiders games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there you go. It's uh, pretty much like both. Uh, so uh, yeah. as long as you'll get caught in the cir- circle of a Raiders game, you're probably going to have fun. Just remember to order a hot dog every once in a while, and that's what the ants don't do. They just uh, don't know how to even eat. They're so busy following each other, they, they don't know how to order the French fries. We are with Mark Moffat. He is the Jane Goodall of Ants or the Indiana Jones of Entomology. The book is called Adventure Among Ants. It's a bestseller, and I'll have a few to give away in just a couple of seconds, you lucky devil, you. The ants seem to be very strategic. They can employ tactical deception, even terrorism. Is this correct? Yes, well, ants, uh, you know, because they have societies of millions like we do, they, they do things that only ants and humans do. Uh, and that, those include, unfortunately, warfare. Ants are probably better at warfare than humans. They have all wow. the rules of warfare down pat. And they even have, in one case, a suicide bomber ant. It walks up to the enemy and explodes. How does it do that? Well, it basically uh, uh, squeezes its body so much that it ruptures and its body is full of a toxic yellow glue that... Uh, uh, sprays out in all directions and kills everybody in a tableau. Good way of handling any emergency situation. Whoa. Yeah, I think Vlade employs that same technique. I also heard that they take <laughs> slaves. There are ants. Unfortunately, uh, Lake Tahoe is a, uh, the uh, leading bastion for slavery in the United States. Really? Uh, you know, around there, it's uh, <laughs> uh, high-level stuff, and uh, the ants are raiding each other all the time. And uh, they become so dependent on their slaves that they will starve to death unless a slave hands them food. They will literally not know how to eat with food right in front of them. Huh. Wow, sounds like well, some kind of our celebrities. That. You know, yeah. now, now that I think about it, my childhood included an ant farm or two. Did it? I, oh, but you probably it, didn't have a queen. Everyone had, like, what was it, Uncle Milton's ant farm? Yes, indeed. They're still somewhat popular. I've been given a few over the years. Somehow people think I need them. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, if you have an infestation of ants in your house, do you think twice about... Getting rid of them? Well, there are a couple answers to the question. One is that uh, the re- one reason to study ants is because you don't have to feel guilty about killing them in the way, you know, biologists, <laughs> we have to take specimens every once in a while. So if I I love frogs, for example, and, but I'd have trouble killing a beautiful frog. But an ant yeah. uh, is basically a worker for the queen. And so uh, as long as you're only, you can step on ants all day, which you do by accident. Right. But you don't have to feel guilty because you're not actually killing the queen. They're all working for the queen. So uh, killing an ant or two in their <laughs> pa- pantry, no problem. Don't worry about it. Don't, you know, stay up at night and, and sweat about it. Okay. <laughs> How long do they live? Because I swear there's an ant that's been following me for almost a year. Now. Uh, 
well, you know, you can get a, a, a lawyer to stop that kind of behavior. <laughs> <laughs> a restraining but, ant order. Well, there's the queen ants actually are the world record holders for insects. I think the record is 28 years. A queen has oh. to, she can uh, she can produce literally a billion offspring in her lifetime, and uh, some of these huge colonies like the tropical ants. But uh, you know, the worker ants get a few months, which is still pretty good for an insect. You know, your average uh, mayfly lives famously for a few days and dies. So ants uh, do pretty well even with all that fighting. Mm, I bet you didn't Where know this the... much about ants. No. I did. Where are the nastiest ants in the United States, Mark? The ones that will bite and, and you know, that, that are just, you kind of really got to watch out for? Uh-huh. Well, you know, this is the thing. Ants do a lot of good for the environment. They turn the soil, they bury seeds for plants that uh, reproduces the next generation. They do all kinds of things. The good native ants are wonderful, but uh, they get all this bad PR because they're invasive species, uh-huh. mostly coming from Argentina. Uh-huh. And uh, these include the fire ant, and those, are, of course, are fiercely bad down in the American. And south, and they will swarm you and so forth. We are, those ants are actually wiping out all kinds of native species, including native ants. So they give all other ants a bad rep. I had some little black ants in my bathroom, <laughs> and they got on my, I was trying to clean them up, and they got on my arms, and they sting. I don't know if they were stinging me or do they bite. Uh, okay, well, where's your bathroom and what's the address? I'll come on right over. <laughs> uh, it's probably the pharaoh's ant, which is a tiny ant from Africa, another one of these annoying invasive Africa? species again. Yeah. yeah. Do they sting or do they bite you? Well, they do both. You know, they're uh, covering all, all aspects of your anatomy as fast as they can, uh, and they uh, reproduce like mad. So I'm afraid, again, that. no problem with killing those. Okay. Uh, you know, don't feel guilt. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, it's good. And talk on Animal Radio, ladies and gentlemen. It's good to talk to you about this. And it was really worth the wait for Mark Moffat. The book is called Adventures Among Ants, and I'd like to give out 10 copies right now at 1-866-405-8405. Head to your bookstore if you don't get through and ask for this, or head to Amazon, Borders, Barnes & Noble. If your bookstore doesn't have it, it's because it's been sold out. It's a bestseller. So mock as you may about ants, it is a bestseller. A lot of people are very interested about it. Uh, Adventures Among Ants, making Mark Moffat a rich man. Mark, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, Hal, Judy, Laurie, it's great talking to you guys. More Animal Radio on the way. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. Heads up, dog owners. Hearts Mountain Corporation is voluntarily recalling one lot of Hearts Naturals real beef treats for dogs as there are concerns they may have been partially contaminated with salmonella. It's the eight-ounce bags that are being recalled, and they came from a Brazilian supplier. To find out more, you can call 1-800-275-1414. Once again, 800-275-1414. You can also get that number plus the lot number and the UPC code info at animalradio.com. A black poodle in Oakland, California, proved that he may be half cat and have at least several lives. The poodle hopped off a Bay Area rapid transit train, also known as BART, at one station onto the tracks and proceeded to head down a tunnel all the way to the next station. Police searched for the dog. There was no sign of the owner. The poodle continued down the middle of the tracks, unaware of the 10,000-volt rail he was really close to. The dog got to the next station, hopped up on the platform, and disappeared. BART agents said they were continuing. Continuing to find the owner and that they hope the poodle at least had a ticket. 
If you're tooling down the road in Connecticut and come upon a group of guys and women on motorcycles, you may be getting the pleasure of meeting lawyer Jan Trendowski and his group BAAC. That's Bikers Against Animal Cruelty. And we'll actually get to learn more about Jan later on in our show. Now, this group hosts music events at the legendary Toad's Place nightclub and puts on group motorcycle rides that benefit abused animals. They have raised over $90,000 that has gone to animal shelters, gone to help families pay vet bills, and to pay vet bills for abused animals. Their official mascot is Chance, a dog that was abandoned in an apartment with no food or water. He's on the road to recovery, and if you're interested, he's up for adoption. Their website is bikersagainstanimalcruelty.org. The oil spill in the Gulf has affected our animal friends, too. Recently, 58 flights took over 100 animals to shelters all over the country. Shelters in the hard-hit Gulf area are overwhelmed with animals that have been abandoned or surrendered, many by fishermen who could no longer get work and couldn't care for their pets. One shelter was forced to euthanize over 900 animals in June. The rescued animals have gone to humane societies around the country. Many remember Jimmy the Greek, but now we have Grandpa the Spider Monkey. Grandpa is a resident of the Staten Island Zoo and, after a search of many animals by the staff, was the one chosen to pick the winners of the recent U.S. Open Singles Championships. Grandpa the Spider Monkey picked both winners and posted a respectable 6-3 during the tournament. Now, no word on if Grandpa can help you with your NFL bets, but if you ask him... It better be an author he can't refuse. <laughs> Leave the gun. Take the bananas. I'm Lori Roberts. For breaking animal news, go to AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Herb Springer's Quick Release Dog Training Collar. Very humane, very gentle. Find a store near you at AnimalRadio.com. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And in just a couple of minutes, our tip of the week from Sir Joey Volani, dog father. Joey Volani, and you have to bow. If, if he's in your present, you have to bow when he's uh, there. I, I love that. I, you know, I, I'll never tell you not to bow, so. <laughs> Why don't you make the ladies bow? That's what I don't understand. Bows to us. Um, bows to you, huh? Yeah, you know how it is. The woman's always the boss. Yep. You got a tip coming up in a few minutes. What's it going to be? Well, it's 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 not so much a tip as a beware. Okay. Um, I was reading because I still get I still get all my information back on the East Coast. And um, a few months ago, um, a few months ago, about six months ago, I was actually on a morning show and. Um, a dog had died in a drying kennel, oh, and no. um, it, it, yeah, it, it, it reoccurred not too long ago. So I want to tell people how what to look for and beware going to the groomer okay. sometimes if so they don't know how to work these. We got a warning coming up is what we got. We have a warning. It's a grooming warning, but it's a tip. It's a tip as well, but it's a tip to the owner. Okay, let's go to D right now who wants to talk to Joy Turner. Hi, D. Hi, how are you? Good. Um, I have, uh, I've got a dog about four months ago from the pound. His name is Buddy, and he's a 110-pound chocolate lab, and he's 10 years old. Um, he was found as a stray, so they couldn't give me any background information on him, which be, might be useful, but not the main reason that I'm calling. Um, the main reason I'm calling is that I'm trying to find out whether or not he's going to be safe to have around my cat. Um, about three weeks ago, Buddy was uh, outside playing and saw a little guinea pig and picked it up in his mouth. And he wasn't vicious with it or anything, but he ended up killing it. So 
just because of the the size of who he of what he is, he's just so powerful. He doesn't even know his own strength. And he's been chasing my cat since the day that I brought him home. A part of that is just because my cat's really skittish and always runs, and so Buddy just thinks it's a big game to go ahead and chase the cat. But about a week before the guinea pig incident, he had cornered my cat in the closet. And at first he was kind of playful with it, but then I think the cat started trying to swat him or whatever. Um, I, I couldn't tell because I didn't realize the cat was in the closet to begin with. Uh, and then Buddy started getting aggressive. So now I'm afraid that he might hurt my cat. Um, and I don't know, uh, I, I don't, you know, I mean, I really love him. I don't want to get rid of him, but I also want to make sure that my cat's safe. So I don't know if you can tell me what he's thinking about the cat and whether he sees it as prey or if there's something I could do to make sure that he's safe around my cat. Sure. Well, what he tells me is that he thinks he is safe around the cat. The reason he was getting aggressive was because the cat was getting aggressive with him, but he does see him like someone to play with. So the feeling that I'm getting from him is that he would not intentionally hurt the kitty. Mm-hmm. The problem is the size difference is so much, he could right. hurt him unintentionally. So mm-hmm. what I'm going to tell him, and you'll need to keep telling him, is that he is very, very much bigger than the kitty. Okay. So he needs to be his very, very most gentle and always keep his mouth off the cat. Never touch the cat. Okay. He does get that. And then I would suggest to you, since he's 10 and tells me he hasn't really been around cats as like his own, you need to be very in the moment with him about what he's doing that's good and say, now this is a good way to interact. Oh, now that's a bad way to interact. You should do this instead. Okay. So that you're giving him moment by moment instruction to how he should behave. Okay. Okay. And I would not leave the two of them alone right now. Again, not because he would be mean and hurt him intentionally, but just because he's too unfamiliar and he's very much bigger. Okay. Is there anything additionally I can do to get them, like, to be more friendly with each other? I think if you just allow the kitty to come to Buddy, because Buddy seems to always want to go to the cat instead of vice versa. So Mm -hmm. you might want to put a lead on Buddy and hold him around you so that your kitty can actually feel like he can be free enough to come and say hello and investigate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then be sure to treat Buddy really well and treat the kitty really well. Give them treats when... They are together and they are behaving well. Okay, very good. Thank D, you. Thanks for your call, D. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Running late, sounding great. Mr. Joey Volani with your tip of the day brought to you by Senior Pet Products. Don't forget, you can get 25% off by putting the promo code Radio SPP in the promo box at SeniorPetProducts.com. I have the honor of introducing, ladies and gentlemen, Sir Joey Volani. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Hal. But I got a tip, but it's not so much a grooming tip. It's a beware groom, beware of groomer tip. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, recently on the East Coast, in the newspapers again, um, there are these things called box dryers. Now, box dryers are heated kennel-type dryers that groomers will use to put dogs in, dogs that really don't need to be um, hand-dried. Mm-hmm. And it's a great tool if you know how to use it. Unfortunately, we deal with an unlicensed industry. So what happens from time to time, and it's, it's you know it's very sad, is these dogs will go in and actually die of heat exhaustion. Aww. Now I want to clarify one thing: people think they go in there and they cook. They don't go in and they cook. There's no pain. What happens is the dog will fall asleep. 
and eventually the, the, the dog dries. So the only thing left to dry is dehydration. Oh, no. So basically the dog dies of dehydration. Okay. These dryers can get a hundred plus degrees hot. There's a heating element. Why the manufacturers don't put an element that only goes up to 78 degrees, I don't know. That's what they should do. It would, it would alleviate a lot of problems. But groomers will put the dogs in, and if they're not paying attention, the heat's up, and it looks like the dog is sleeping. So uh -huh. if, if, if you're really not paying attention, you're thinking, okay, this dog's comfortable just laying there, he's sleeping, and you, you come back and, and you, yeah. you have a, you know, a, a, a big problem. Well, how do you know if the groomer uh, uses this and if they're competent with it. You say that the industry is not certified. It seems like for a supercut, you got to get a, uh, the, the, the barbers certified. For animals, they're not? No, unfortunately they're not. We wish we wish that they would be. I mean, it would, it would really help um, this industry greatly if they were. But um, you need to ask questions. You need to ask, you know, if, if they do have these kennel dryers, what are their procedures? Basically, the procedure should be 20 minutes, check the pet, okay? What we used to do is 20 minutes on, 20 minutes off, 20 minutes on, 20 minutes off, and check um, repeatedly. Make sure that your temperature gauge isn't set higher than 78 degrees. Now, even though your pet's body temperature is healthy at 101.5, that doesn't mean that you can run it at that temperature because it's it's you got to remember the air that's blowing over the pet is going to be whatever it's set at. So if it's set for 98 degrees, it's 98 degree breeze that's going over your dog. The other thing is is dogs that have um, flat faces, the brachiocephalus. Okay, the ones so that, that look like they've been chasing those. parked cars. Exactly. Your boxes, your shih tzus, your losses shouldn't go in those kennel dryers. And just recently I was in, I was in a, um, a store and I looked in and they had a boxer in one of them. Now what happens is when they have those flat faced dogs in there and the air blows, blows directly in their face, they can't breathe. It's like if you were driving, you know, when, when you get a breeze in your face and it's real strong and it takes your breath away? Yes. Well, that happens to that pet constantly through that whole cycle. So it's a very uncomfortable experience. I'm not going to say your pet's going to die from it, but it's a very uncomfortable experience. And just last week in a salon, um, I looked in and I seen one of those dogs in there and tried to say something, but um, you know they just basically looked at me like as if I was a know-it-all. Pretty much ignored me. But um, these kennel dryers are very, very dangerous. It's a good piece of equipment when used right. Mm -hmm. When used wrong, I mean the worst thing is to have your dog, you know, come home and, or not come home, I should say. From the yeah. It's like every tool. There's a right way and a wrong way to use it. Joey Volani, ladies and gentlemen, on Animal Radio. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable, all at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Your dog's your best friend and always ready to show you love. Give that love back with Pure Love Dog Treats from Sargent's. They're low in fat, contain omega fatty acids, and no animal byproducts. Sargent's Pure Love Treats, the perfect way to bring happiness and health to your dog all in the same bite. Bacon, peanut butter, and honey flavors make these treats irresistible. There's a Sargent's Pure Love Treat for every size dog. Live with purpose. Love with passion. Treat with pure love. Visit SentryPetCare.com for more. 
Hi, I'm Buddy the Dog, and I'm here to tell you about Smart Tag Pet ID. I was wearing the Smart Tag when I got lost and ended up at a dog shelter. I'm microchipped, but my information wasn't up to date. My parents reported me lost to the Smart Tag recovery specialists, and I was home in no time. Smart Tag is offering one year of free pet protection. Purchase Smart Tag at Petco or PetSmart. Enter code RADIO at setup for your free one year of pet protection. Learn more at www.smarttags.com. Ruff! We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we can be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stella and Chewy's, and we want you to try Stella and Chewy's too. Visit StellaandChewy's.com or call 888-477-8977. That's 888-477-8977. Well, everyone's fessed up with their Dodge Journey pet destination. I haven't yet. Someday. Still looking for listeners that want to share. Got your prizes. Good stuff for your dogs or your cats or your iguana. Tell us where you like to take your pet. Let's go to the phones. We have Mike on the phones. Hey, Mike, how are you? Hey, I'm doing okay. How's it going? Very good. Where do you live? I live in Santa Maria. Oh, listening oh, on KSMX, yes. Santa Maria. So, yeah. Down the road. Yeah. So, so where's your favorite place to take your pet, your dog journey pet destination? Well, you know, I was born in Jersey, and I wouldn't take my dogs along the Hudson. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hey, hey, hey. hey you know, you, know you don't sound like you were you born know, in Jersey there, pal. They got all kinds of stuff floating in the Hudson. <laughs> Of course, referring to the Dodge Journey Pet Destination, which was uh, Joey's River Walk along the Hudson there. <laughs> Where's your place that you yeah, like? Do you have a better place? Yes. Well, I don't know, but my dogs love going to PetSmart. PetSmart? Yeah. The, the That's store? That's their treat of the week. They go up there, they get to run around, all the stuff on the shelves to look at and smell. and <laughs> For reals. So this they're very you... social dogs, so they get to meet and greet all the dogs running around the uh-huh. store. And you, wow. you don't work for PetSmart, do you? No, I don't. Okay, so you really genuinely like to just take your pets, get out to PetSmart. How fun. Yeah, they have a blast up there. They, they get out and run around, or they get in the cart and stand up and look around at everybody. And What kind of dogs do you have? I've got two Sitsus. Oh. And they're pretty friendly with the other dogs there, huh? Oh, yeah, they're very social dogs. Okay, well, Mike, i got prizes for your two Shih Tzus there, okay? Hey, I hope it's not a vacation to the Hudson. Keep it up and it will be. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on there for one I'm just second. joking. It is uh, the Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week. PetSmart, believe it or not, unsolicited. Uh, of course, the Dodge Journey, they won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award with their fold-down stain-resistant seat, their chill zone glove box, cooler for drinks, and keep. Uh, I keep my iced tea cool in there. Wink, wink. They also have the multiple storage options with removable washable liners. It's easy to see why the Dodge Journey is the best car for every member of the family, even those with tails. If you want to go to the phones, talk to Dr. Debbie, dog father Joy Volani, animal communicator Joy Turner, or uh, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. I am here as usually, and I'm taking the calls, and as every time when the Vladi is on call, you know, the phone is hot. They, they are hot. I can't even touch them. That's they're off hooks. They're off hooks. Off hook, just and, like you. Yeah, You're and off Judy, thanks, thanks. We have a Judy here around who just, you know, like she's like a manager. She grabs one line, grabs another line, but uh, I see one line is open right now. She's quite the multitasker, and we're going to go to that phone line in just one second here. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. 
Learn more. Here's a fact. 17,000 years ago, the first dog was domesticated from a pack of wolves. Here's another fact. The Dodge Journey is a domesticated crossover, a direct descendant of our muscle cars. The Journey recently won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award, an honor decided by humans and dogs. Was it the stain-resistant seating, the in-floor storage bins with removable and washable liners, or is it that dogs relate to this vehicle? Hi, I'm Buddy the Dog, and I'm here to tell you about Smart Tag Pet ID. I was wearing the Smart Tag when I got lost and ended up at a dog shelter. I'm microchipped, but my information wasn't up to date. My parents reported me lost to the Smart Tag recovery specialists, and I was home in no time. Smart Tag is offering one year of free pet protection. Purchase Smart Tag at Petco or PetSmart. Enter code RADIO at setup for your free one year of pet protection. Learn more at www.smarttags.com. Ruff! This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by By Nature, cat foods and dog foods. You probably have heard before, we, we talk about it all the time, corn, wheat, and soy. They can be really tough on your pet's digestive tract. That's why you'll never find it in a bag of By Nature pet food. Crafted with only the best ingredients, our all-natural, nutritionally complete pet foods ensure long and active lives. So every time you put it in your pet's dish, it says, I love you. That's what it says right there. I love you. It does. I'd like to That's right. go ahead and give away a bag or two if I can. I'll do that on the phones for somebody that doesn't have an internet connection. And I just found out last week, mm-hmm. 21% of us take no part in the internet. I can't find that hard to believe. I can't live without it. I don't know how you do it. My internet's down. I feel like I'm just handicapped. I can't do anything. I can't think. I can't look up anything. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I yeah. Just, yeah well, well, if you're lost. one of those people that uh, avoids the internet, God bless you. Yeah. I'd like to give you a bag of By Nature dog food and cat food right now. You can call me at one 405 8405 If you have a dog, you'll be uh, sampling the 17-pound bag of either the pork and sweet potato or the salmon, ocean fish, and yogurt or the duck and sweet peas. If you have a cat, I'll get you a seven-pound bag of the grain-free chicken and potato formula, the seven seafood platter, or the weight control formula, which is what Pook is on. A little he bit overweight. We didn't tell him. Ha- Hal is one of your pet names, Duck and Sweet Pea. <laughs> that, that actually is. Uh, You're my little Duck and Sweet Pea. That's what they do call me around here, among other things. If, uh, if, you, uh, if you do Im- imbibe in that whole internet thing, Mm-hmm. You're like, uh, unlike me, I, I, I never thought it would take off. But if you do have an internet connection and you'd like to try a free bag, a 17-pound bag of the dog food or a 7-pound bag of the cat food, anyone that's listening now can head on over to AnimalRadio.com and hit the By Nature Dog Food or Cat Food logo at the top or the bottom of the front page, and you'll get a rebate certificate for a free bag of By Nature. Woo-hoo. Guys, thanks for sponsoring yeah. Animal Radio. We're going to go to the phones next, one 405 8405 It's toll-free. You lucky dog. Hi, Frank. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? All right. Where are you today? I'm in Riverside. Oh, very good. Are you listening on the wave or XM? No, I was listening on the wave. Oh, good. I have Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard here to help you. What What's going on? You know, how do you stop this? I, I have a Shih Tzu. She's about eight or nine months old. She keeps barking all the time. Any little thing. I mean, you know, she gets excited and she starts to bark. Okay, Frank. 
the easiest solution uh, would be um, just maybe get a little air horn from your sporting goods store. And every time when she... Yes, air horn. So every time when she barks, you push the button and uh, startle her into the attention. Are you hear me? Frank? Yes. Yes. What did you do to, to resolve this problem? Well, we haven't... I, 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 you know, I, I haven't reprimanded her or anything like that. I don't want to do that. But uh, I, I just bring it to my attention. I just call her by name. Call him by name. <laughs> no, you're doing worse than better. Because by calling the dog by name... You're basically focusing on the problem. Dog gets attention. Any attention is better than no attention. Some our listeners even screaming and yelling on the dogs. It doesn't work it either. Nope. You know, you should interrupt the behavior. Yes, after that, you can redirect your behavior to what you want the dog to do. That's why you should teach alternative, alternative behavior. But before you do anything, Frank, it's just like driving in the vehicle, you know, driving vehicle. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, hyper dogs. It's more like a, a race car. You should put on the brake before you make the turn, uh-huh. uh, speaking, you know, between the lines in allegoric language. So basically, you know, the dog barks, running back and forth. It's like a race car. You should put push on the brake. That's why you should stop it by using different gadgets which would be much easy in a lot of times to accomplish uh-huh. you can do many things you can do air horn you can do dropping on the floor penny uh, can like a, from Pepsi Cola 5-6 pennies sharply drop on the floor toward where she is as you scream or, or stop it or something like that uh-huh. you can use my own product by name Pet Convincer, uh, PetConvincer.com website. Um, so once you stop it from that time, you can basically tell her come, you can tell her go in the crate, you can go to the bed, whatever you want, but you should stop that behavior first. Uh-huh. And that's one of the three things which I just said. You can use it very successfully. Uh, telling the dog, please. Please, Billy, don't do that or come. That's not going to help. That's going to make the things worse. I see. Okay. How old is your Shih Tzu? Uh, nine months. She'll be nine months. She'll yeah, nine she's months. just a baby, you know, yeah. and uh, she's just without job. She just needs a little bit bored. And, uh, you know, I would really suggest maybe hire some pet sitters who would come to you, maybe taking her for a walk if you're busy or, or unable to do. Maybe do some obedience training. Remember, Frank, tired dog is the good dog. We can always stop the dog from barking by using all gadgets, but it's never diminished the cause of the barking. Loneliness and, uh, you know, absence of the mental and physical exercises. So, corrections. You know, I walk her every day. She walks you, Frank, and maybe it's exercising for you. I understand. So it's exercising for you, not for your dog. When the dog walks in the structures at your left-hand side without pulling, that's where the dog gets a lot of, uh, you know, mental and physical stimulations because you're acting against its grain. That's my best suggestions to you, okay? Okay, and then one more thing, real quick. Just pretty quick. Yeah, she she starts, you know, when my, my granddaughter comes over, she, you know, just, she likes to jump. I That's mean, the same thing. Jump. The same thing. Whatever you don't like, you should correct it. 
And the three way of correction in your situation considering uh, all circumstances. Number one, little air horn. Not from, uh, you know, not, not the one which for marine one, not the huge one. This is a little one in the sporting goods store you can get it. Number two, dropping on the floor uh, a pop can or shaking can with a few, few coins. And number three, pet convincer. Stop it. First and after you can redirect her, but never, never uh, call her or do anything so she would think, hey, every time when I jump or bark, I get even more attention. Correct, redirect, praise. This is the Vladi Ways. When the Vladi talks, human and canine listen. Bye. Bye, guys. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.